was three country awards in the
about office being why would I why would I think that would happen? Like what mean would I think like you have worked in that office, obviously you know what people should and should not know. What why would I think that I would need to remember what office it was going to? Like seriously. And especially I'm not even from down here, so to when we some people from back home would just go to an office and I was downtown Stanford. That's the office it went to. Straight downtown Stanford. You know what I'm saying? Every city had their own social security office and they had their little shit. Like, come on, yo. Like, down here is so different. People automatically expect you to know these things. I'm not from down here. I'm really not. So can we act like y'all know this? Just like you expect me to act like I'm supposed to know these things too? Like, come on, man. Like, I do be sometimes and just knock these people out with the same common sense that they expect me to have. I really do. I be wanting to just knock them out with the same common sense they expect me to have. Like how difficult it is to just be me. Like if I'm being nice and I'm not being rude and I'm being calm and I'm being collective and I'm answering your questions and you know what I'm saying and I'm talking to you and X Y Z this and X Y Z that then why are you being so what are you giving at? Like, for real. What are you giving at? That's what I think. Why they just think I'm trying to get them? What are you gaining out of being so free, bro? Because I don't think you're being an ethical advocate. Like, I know I'm not being an ethical advocate, but I'm just trying to get you a shot. I'm trying not to, to let you let one kid drop because you don't deserve to have none of my kids drop. Especially if you can, you know what I'm saying? If I'm dropping kids, I don't want contact to drop. I mean, that makes sense. Here, let me drop a kid. Let me go back and get my life. Drop a kid. Seriously, I just drop a kid. Drop a kid. And you never make no contact with them. But I ain't dropping no kid. I'm tired of people always trying to take me out my zen, out my perfection. Like, come on, yo, get it together, get that right. Make that right, because this is the job that you were choosing to do. This is what you're choosing to work. I didn't force you to work here. I'm not going to tell you you can't do this here. You're choosing to work here. You're the one sitting here telling yourself this is the job that I want to work at. And I didn't tell you to wake up and go to work. If you wasn't a good music star, then you should stay home. But don't mess up my day. Okay, now this one's not going to be too bad. Okay, boom. Because it's very controlled over this one.
I was supposed to give it to me on my father. And I forget because then I just put my my calendar there in my mind. Well, when I got you messed up, you see you didn't go live. And you messed up. What happened? I'm gonna shine But I'm gonna stop letting other people talk to me. Stop letting people turn off my light. Y'all listen to me. I'm gonna stop letting people turn off my light. Okay? I am better than that. I deserve better than that. I want better than that. I'm gonna stop letting But I'm gonna stop letting people and stop stick to nothing and nothing. For real, for real, and nothing and nothing. I really don't care if you're missing nothing and nothing. I don't care. Trigger by acting, you can cause a bigger problem than what they should be. 
but she always be like, I get it, I understand, but deep down inside, she never really understood it, she never really got it, until she had a conversation, once she had a conversation with her parents, she was really able to understand where I was coming from, and she was really able to understand why I made the decisions that I made, and why I had to do what I did, and why my outcome was the way that it was, and why I had to walk away and pick me first, and pick my my family first, and my kids first, because in her eyes, she was like, you can just forgive your mom, you can't, you move back up here and just let it go, just let it go, like, no, I can't, you just sat there and said that my daughter told you some of the stuff that was done to her by my parents, some of the stuff that she's still dealing with, so how am I supposed to let that go, how, she's still dealing with that, hurt. she's still trying to cope with that, I can't. Because now the hurt wasn't just done to me, the hurt was then done to my kids as well. So I can't just let that go. That's not how that works. But I gotta let this go now. I'll let y'all see how it works out next time. All right, sorry, y'all. I'm back. My mental health still with her, just bounce. But back to what I was saying. So she never understood where I was coming from. She kept saying she understood, but she didn't. It took her being in the same situation that I was in, where my parent kept thinking just about herself and only herself, and everything was just about her, nothing else but just her. She was the only priority in everything. No matter what I did, nothing was right. Everything was wrong. The mind games became just a little too much. It got to the point where um, if it wasn't for her or about her, then it didn't matter. It didn't matter that I had kids. It didn't matter that I was doing for my kids. If it was not about her or for her, then it didn't matter. It did not. And it had to be, she was the one that had to be the one doing for the kids. Like, it didn't have to, it couldn't have been me. It had to be her even though they were my kids. And I knew that she wasn't being nice to them all the time, but I just didn't know the extent of what she was doing until after we moved and we were far away. But again, cutting ties and having no contact is by my choice because that's for my mental health, for my safety, for my stability. I had to. I had to cut all ties. I had to be the black sheep of the family. I had to be the one to say, you know what, I'm done. This is where it stops. This is where it ends. I'm no longer going to let you be a danger to myself or to my children. I'm no longer going to let you treat us like we're nobody, like we're nothing, like we don't exist, like we're never going to amount to anything. I'm no longer going to let you play the mind games with us. Like It really was a hard decision to a certain extent because at the end, I was pregnant with my last child baby who's now three about to be four in May and she charged at me she legitimately did charge at me like she was going to attack me and she had my son in her room and was refusing to let my son out of the room and I was just like this woman really has lost her rabbit mind like does she not realize that if I want to whoop 
that ass. I can whoop that ass and take out everything that she's done to me my whole entire life. If I really wanted to be disrespectful and take it to that level, we can go outside and take it like two grown-ass women that can't stand each other and take it out finally, like what she's been wanting to do, like what she's tried to do for years. Because it's not the first time that this woman has attacked me like with two hood rats in the street. It's not the first time, and I know it wouldn't have been the last either, but it was the first time my kids were present for it, and it was going to be the last time my kids would be present for it. Because I was not going to disrespect my child, and I was not going to allow her to disrespect my child either. Definitely not. I was not going to let her disrespect my child in no shape, way, or form. Why? Why would I let her? Why would I let her disrespect my child? Sorry, y'all. I'm also recording on TikTok. Why would I let her disrespect my child? Like, it was enough that she was disrespecting me. You know what I'm saying? It's enough that I'm letting you disrespect me. I'm letting you cross plenty of lines with me because you're the mother. You're the one that gave birth to me. And I was raised to respect my mother. I was raised to respect you because you gave me life. Okay, and then the Bible says thou shalt respect thy mother and thy father, and I was following it. I was following it to the T. It's not like I was getting hugs, I was getting I love yous, I was getting kisses, I was getting cuddles. It's not like I was being cuddled with. It's not like I had a nurturing mom. It's not like I had a loving mom. Ha! But I did though. But I did though. But I did though. Make sure y'all hear this correct, though. But I did. I did have one. I did. When there was a public, when there was an audience, when there were other people around that could judge, I had one. I had an affectionate one that hugged, that gave maybe one kiss or two kiss here or there. You know what I'm saying? That gave that one or two hug. But it wasn't an affectionate hug. It wasn't a harm, a harm sorry, a warm, heartfelt hug. It wasn't a genuine hug, okay? It wasn't a hug that you give your child because you love them. Oops, dropped the mic. Hmm. Geez, I wonder why the mic fell. It wasn't a hug that you genuinely give your child because you're affectionate with them <coughs> all the time, always, with or without an audience. Not because you care what other things, but because other others think, but because that's the type of parent that you are. Yeah, that's the affection that I am. That's the parent that I am. I've been a little bit less. I've been a lot less of a parent since my situation has happened, and that needs to change. My kids miss it, and I know they do, and I need to start back. But I do always tell them that I love them because I don't want them to ever have that doubt in their mind or that question in their mind. I love my children. Ooh, they may drive me crazy and there may be some days where I be like, Lord, I'm still on this earth with all this suffering, all this madness, this and that. But my babies, they're my world. And they're here with me every day watching me fight. So I'm going to fight this fight. And I'm going to win this battle. And I'm going to do this for them. Always and forever.
husband, they need their kids. Let me tell you, they're mine. That's, that's, that's all I got. And I will give them everything for them. Oops, I just dropped my mic on. I'll give them everything for them. I mean, some people don't agree with that. Some people say, uh-huh. you got to take care of yourself. You got to come first. And yeah, that's true. I do. I made that mistake. I'm learning that now. Now that I'm in a wheelchair, I'm learning it. I should have taken time to take care of myself while I was taking care of my kids as well. I didn't do self-love, self-care, self-awareness, none of that. I didn't. I'm sorry, y'all. I shouldn't have bitten too much while I was thinking. While I'm trying to talk, so not respectful, food etiquette, whatever you want to call it. But I'm hungry, and it was just sitting on my plate calling my name, and I was like, "What you want? What you want?" And it was like, "Eat me, eat me," and I was like, "Man, I can't. I'm talking." And it was like, "I'll air." Just eat me, and I was like, man, I really can't do it, man, because it's just not right. And I'm like, I can't. And it was just like, if you don't pick me up and eat me right now, man, I'm just gonna jump off this plate and stuff myself in your mouth. And then I was just like, man, I can't do that. I just can't eat because I'm talking. But you know what? It won. I'm sorry. It won. I apologize not apologetically, but my belly still won. So my swellers deck won, and when that zero. They're pretty good too. I just need some brand hair sauce. Some Walmart brand. Not bad. Not bad at all. But, um, so, I am a mom that can honestly say what the heck is this on my lip? honestly say that she did overdo it with the amount of time, love, and affection that she gave her kids. Because her kids always came first. She did forget that she needed to include herself in her dad dynamic. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did used to get my nails done and my feet done. That was like the only time that I, I kind of did for myself and when I went to the gym. But like, I wasn't one of those to go out and then go hit the clubs like I randomly did. I remember one time when my brother had to pay extra money to get him and Elijah in. We went to Brooklyn. No, we went to the Bronx. Was no, no. Wait, where did we go? I think it was the Bronx. Yeah, I think it was the Bronx. Remember, I had to pay the Bronx for extra because they were underage. I think we went to a Jamaican club. That time I was married to um, Booger's dad. And he's Jamaican. And his friend, Sarah. She's from Trinidad.
over the one she's doing. Ironically, would you believe she was the one who thought she found her soulmate? Who though? Anyways, why am I telling you all this? I don't know the whole story when it comes to that, so this is not relevant for this conversation. But anyways, yeah, um, I wasn't one of those to, um, you know, hit the clubs, go out drinking, go out partying. Even though I was young, I wasn't because I already had kids. So I looked at it like the moment that I had my first child, I had to buckle down and be responsible. And then, mind you, I had taken in kids, you know, and I was raising them as well. They weren't mine, but I was raising them, so that gave me more responsibility, you know. I had other kids looking up to me, so I had to, you know, be responsible. I couldn't just wild out. They already had a parent that was wilding out, so they already had you know, a mom that was going through something. So I had to step up and, you know, fill in those shoes as best as I could while she was doing her and trying to get her life together and do what she needed to do. So I couldn't just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I guess I've always been older than my age. I don't know. I guess I've always been older than I'm supposed to be because I was always around adults since my egg donor was always around other adults and they barely had kids. So I always grew up. I mean, I grew up faster than I should have, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that I didn't never really have the party life, but I felt like I did party, though. I partied in college. My first two years in the University of Puerto Rico. At a St. Philadelphia house. I party. I had a blast. I was, um, I'm a sorority sister for Epaquisepa. I mean, I've been out of touch with them for years, but I, I thought he said that all the way. You know what I'm saying? That's him talking about. That's him talking Look at me. That's him talking. And I said Rio Piedras. I didn't even go to Rio Piedras. I went to Utuado. Jeez, Lynette, you and your brain cells aren't working today. I'm just him Utuado. Cassandra, I remember she was my, that was supposed to be her godmother, but then I got sick. Yeah, those were the years. I had a blast. I drank. I partied. I studied. I drank. I partied. I studied. I drank. I partied. I partied. I drank. I partied. I studied. <laughs> I feel like I lived life when I was supposed to. And that's when I was in college. You know, I lived it. I lived. And my grandmother wasn't strict, strict. She let me live life. She let me enjoy life. She let me learn life. I mean, she buckled down for certain things, but she knew I was living too. Like, she let me live and she let me learn. Whenever she felt like she needed to put her foot down, she put her foot down. But she also knew I was a stubborn, hard-headed one. She also knew that I needed to learn, um, you know, on my own. And I guess she didn't want to make the same mistakes she must have made with my egg donor. I don't know the story there, and I guess I'll never know the story there because my grandparents are no longer alive. But all I know is that my egg donor left when she was 18, came to the United States, and that's it. Never lived with my grandparents again. Like, 
Why would she pick Connecticut out of all places? Leave a beautiful island to come to, to Connecticut. I don't know why she would do that. Ooh, I would have stayed in PR on all the beautiful beaches, but whatever. She flew as far as she could away from the family. She has her own demons in her own closet, but that's her business, not mine. Um, But I would have, I don't know. My grandmother was strict, you know what I'm saying? But she did it out of love. You feel me? Like, she wasn't, I, I don't know. I never took her strictness as anything bad. I always took it as she was showing love. Like, I was never afraid to ask her to go somewhere because she never really said no. Contrary, she used to ask me, how come you never asked me if you wanted to go with so-and-so here or with so-and-so there? And I used to be like, I don't know, because I thought you were going to say no. Or because I didn't have no money. Well, then why don't you ask me for something? I don't know because I thought you were going to say no. Because that's what the woman always did to me. She always told me no to everything I asked her if I could do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I didn't move with my grandparents so I was like 14. And that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Man, I got stories for days. God with y'all. Like, I tell you, I got stories for days. Like, the way my life was was, was chaotic and crazy. But. It is what it is. It's made me who I am today. Like, if I could take back, I would take back a lot. I mean, I really would. I probably would have enjoyed my time with my grandparents a lot more than what I did. I took that time with them for granted. I really did. I wish I wouldn't have. Honestly, wish I wouldn't have because they were honestly the only stable thing I had in my life. They were the only consistent thing I had in my life. Um, the only thing that really gave me that love and that affection that I needed was my grandparents. Um, growing up, I have a lot of good memories with my uncle, um, my uncle Victor and my aunt Deli and my uncle Negro and Tito Massa. Um, Tito Emily, rest in peace. And... Pio Nino, it's an on and off relationship with him. But, like, I can't reach out to nobody because, I mean, I don't fault them. That's their sister. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to stick with your sister, you know? It is what it is. I'm not going to make anybody pick nobody's side. You know, she needs, their help. she needs their help. She's on her own. I'm her only child. I mean, I, I, I left. I left her alone, I left her with no help, I left her with nobody, you know what I'm saying, so I'm not gonna be mad if don't nobody wanna talk to me no more, I'm not gonna be mad if don't nobody wanna have nothing to do with me no more, I mean, what can I do, but move on with what I'm doing now, it just sucks that my kids don't get to have their thing, it just sucks that, you know what I'm saying, if anything would've happened to me, like, what family do they have left? But that's topic for another day. Like, I got topics for days. I told you, I got topics for days. But, um, yeah, I only came on here because I was really going to know about, like, why does SSI bother to have representatives that do not have customer service? Like, it just makes no sense. That's where all of this started, and then we jumped down to more topics with my cousin. Like, we done jumped down to so many different topics. But I do hope that any of my stories or my topics or whatever I discussed in this podcast today has resonated with somebody 
I hope you don't feel alone. Not the only one that have been through some madness or have been through some drama or have had some drama in their life. And you can too get past it. And if you're going through some drama with your parents now, you can get past it too. Like miscommunication will happen sometimes. You know, shit happens. I mean, it's just life shit happens and sometimes cutting ties is the only option sometimes you can't mend it and fix it let me tell you not always family is blood i can say that not always family is blood yes you are supposed to honor your brother and father in their marriage but you're also supposed to keep your sanity all at the same time and if your brother your father and your mother are trying to harm you then you gotta do what you gotta do to keep yourself sane and alive and that's what I had to do. When it, when it came down to it, I had to pick between my sanity and my life and my kids over my mother. And when it all came down to it, my kids still have a life. And I still have to raise them. And they still have an opportunity. She already had hers. She lived her life. She picked her choices. You know what I'm saying? And if we never had a relationship, it was by her choice. It was not by mine. It was by her. She never had the time. She never made the time. She never attempted to make the time. She was never interested in being interested in anything that I wanted to do. Like, I was just a bother. And I feel like the reason why she was into me is because of my father. So, I don't know the full story there either. All I know is, I don't even know if I was playing. Let's put it like that. I couldn't have been playing because. From what my understanding is, I mean, I know he's married. Still is married. Was married at the time. Still is married to the same person he was married to at the time. I mean, he, from my understanding, he's still, he's still trying to say that he's not my father now. I mean, they wanted a DNA test. At one point, I was willing to give it to them, but then I had my mental breakdown, ended up in the psych ward, and never got to do the DNA test. Um, don't know if they still want it or not, because the cousin who was the one that was overseeing all of that just, like, pretty much stopped talking to me. So, I don't know if she's going to take my mama's side. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm accustomed to people saying screw Lynette. I'm so accustomed to it, which is sad. It's a very sad thing to say. And it's a very sad thing to be accustomed to, but I'm not going to lie. I'm really accustomed to it. I'm accustomed to it being, oh, well, screw her. So, but I don't know that full story either. I don't even know if I'm ever going to get that full story, to be honest with you. But I'm going to end this here. I'm officially almost caught up now with all of my content from my content calendar. I just have to write my blog for today, and I will be officially caught up and out of it, I think. I will have to double check. But I do have a sales a sales going on right now at Shop Normies. You can get 10% off of 25 or more on anything that's in the shop. It does not matter what it is. Um... Please utilize it. It'll pop up on your cart when you go to check out. I know I do not have any banners promoting it on the website because I am not a tech savvy person like that. Not that deep. 
so I didn't put up no banners. I was keeping it kind of hush hush. I was just letting it be like a little secret surprise. You get a discount. No, let me stop. It was all because I'm not sexy. But I would have been a good excuse, wouldn't it? It would definitely would have worked out because I'm not that sexy. But um, yeah, I want to use it. Just pop up shopnormies.store. That is shopnormies.store. S H O P N O R M E E S dot store. You will get a ten percent off discount on anything that is twenty five or more. As long as your cart is twenty five or more, it'll apply the ten percent discount. It is a self-love discount. Go ahead and show yourself some self-love. Have them pretty nails. Some pretty nails. I got some planner stickers up there, too. Not the ones that we've created because, of course, I have not, you know, done those. But there's some other stickers up there. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I do hope that you guys have a blessed day. And please make sure that you make today count for tomorrow is not promised to anyone. So make today your best day outshine yesterday and make tomorrow jealous see ya